What's going on, guys? This is Kept the Coach. You're listening to Kept the Coach Experience. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, we're all about solving life's problems one podcast at a time. In the right place, if you enjoy self-help or drastic improvement in your personal relationships and professional life. If you're unaware of my services, I help men defeat their insecurity and date women effortlessly. At least we hope we can get you close to that. And I'm happy to have you here. Uh, Hey, if you're a return listener, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and follow on Spotify. That would be amazing. Uh, We have a special episode for you guys today. We have a guest, which, you know, it's not always super common. Um, Her name is Milena, and I met her on Instagram. Her at name is Art of Loving a Man. Um, We had an awesome conversation. I really enjoyed chatting with her. Um, She has a very similar story. Obviously, she's a woman and has more experience in relationships than I do. But we have a very similar story in terms of uh, how we got to doing what we're doing. Um, So we talk about masculine feminine energy. We talk about a lot of things and how they relate to how men can, I guess, seek out women that would give them the relationship they're looking for. So looking for a masculine man for looking for a feminine woman. And we're talking about polarity a lot. Uh, we touch on a lot of good stuff. It's it's a, it's a good episode. Um, I will just say it was unfortunate. My audio turned out to be not as great as I was hoping. Uh, but Milena's was actually pretty good. So I don't know what we did that um, made that happen. But it was a great episode. Definitely... Give it a listen. Listen to the whole thing. We touch on a lot of great topics. Hope you enjoy the show. Bye-bye. Hello, Melina. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Yeah, so um, for, for some of the people listening... Um, Elena is, uh, her ad name on Instagram is Art of Loving a Man, and we kind of just met through our network, um, and we finally have gotten together to get her on the podcast, um, and today, we talk about a lot of stuff, we talk about masculine and feminine energy, um, so before you turn off the podcast, it's very important, masculine and feminine energy is very important, it may not be the sexiest topic, but it may help you be sexier in your relationship if you understand it, so... Let's start off the show, Melaine. If you want to kind of go over your story, because I know your story is very, we all have stories, right? We have a very important right. story to why we're doing what we do. So give us your story and, and then kind of what you do and kick us off here. All right. So I've always been fascinated with love, relationships, psychology. Um, throughout the years, I had many relationships. They always failed. Um, I never really knew why. I just kept moving on to the next person, really thinking it was the person. You know, I just needed to find the perfect person. Mm-hmm. Um, I was married for 12 years and um, had two children, and that marriage um, ultimately didn't, you know, dissolved. And I kind of found myself at a place where I was just really wondering what, why do all my relationships fail? And for similar reasons, I mean, you know, they weren't too different how they fell apart. So after my divorce, I started dating somebody um, that I knew from the past and was really excited about this person and 
really felt like this this was the one for me. Like now I had found my Prince Charming and life was gonna be wonderful and I was gonna ride off into the sunset. And after about three months of dating, all of a sudden we started having problems. And I realized that they were, the problems were similar to all, you know, the last mm-hmm. 10 years. And it, the, the relationship ended. And I'll never forget what he said to me. We were hanging up and we were, we were breaking up. So this was after a failed marriage. I had two young children. The, the man of my dreams, now we were breaking up. Right. Malena, you're going to end this relationship thinking that I'm the bad guy. You'll never really take responsibility for the role you played in, in, in this relationship going back. Oh, man. Yeah. I was so offended. I am obviously in that moment, I was like, you know, how dare you, you know, you're the one with commitment issues. You're the one that is uh, what is that term? Love avoidant. You don't know how to treat a woman. Um, but then alone <laughs> in my room, <laughs> I started to think, was, what, was I the problem? <laughs> did I, did right. I play a role? And I dove deep into love, relationships, uh, coaching. I just found it. You know, we all spend that night searching through Google, trying to find answers to our problems. And Mm -hmm. I stumbled across some coaches that did relationship coaching, which was very new to me. And I started reading and I started to see that I was the woman that they were talking about that was not good, that, that didn't know how to do relationship, that ultimately would end up alone. And I just was fascinated that I had found like this map, this roadmap to how to do relationship as a woman and, and how to get a good man and keep them. And, that's, right. and so I just years and years of now studying, I ended up getting back with the gentleman that I was speaking about. I ended up, you wow. know, changing myself, which it was a miracle because we got back together and he completely changed. He no longer had commitment issues. He no longer, um, you know, treated me poorly. I mean, we literally within a, I did work on myself for probably about a year and a half, two years. So it's not an easy fast. Mm-hmm. And then he, he asked me to marry him. We got married, <laughs> we moved in together. He, you know, became a stepdad to my children and we've been married three years today and it's just flowing and it's beautiful and it's passionate and I mean, I couldn't tell. It's just amazing. So that's why I'm doing what I do because I'm living it. That's amazing. And that's such a (laughs) heartwarming story for people that, you know, a lot of people don't think, don't even believe in self-help to begin with or that they can change, right? That's almost even like a voodoo topic, (laughs) let alone masculine and feminine energy. So um, I won't get into my story too much because people know my story, but we have very similar stories and just, we're just obviously you're a woman. I'm a man. I, I had the same thing. I can almost tell the same story in my own version. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, it's it's very like we, we both just obviously went to a point where it just something wasn't working, and all you can do is look at yourself. Um, so yeah, props to you for doing that. It sounds like you guys have such an awesome marriage now, and um, must feel good too after so many years of of, of obviously struggle and, and trying to figure it out, right? Absolutely. Um, 
And I think for, for listeners too, there's one thing I, I just try to like get across to people who are stubborn is that they can find answers. You know what I mean? It's not, this isn't voodoo stuff. You can pick up a book, you can find someone that can help you. So um, just wanted to touch on that quickly because it's such a powerful story. Um, but I wanted to transition into, so now you've taken this, you've had this actual physical success in your relationship, but now it's, it's become like a, a sense of purpose for you, it sounds like, a sense of passion. So now you're coaching. So tell us a little bit about that and what you're doing now for a living. <laughs> So uh, when I was going through the process of really changing, discovering, um, and really for me, I was a, a woman that operated out of her masculine energy. And so a lot of the change <laughs> was understanding what that meant and then making a very clear choice that I felt more comfortable as a feminine woman and then doing all the work to embody that energy. Um, so I started a blog in 2015, and I called it The Art of Loving a Man, because it to me, it really felt like an yeah. art. Um, I did what I needed to do internally to make my changes, and then I skillfully loved a man. And so in 2015, I started writing about my journey, and I've been writing my blog ever since. So for five years, you can... I love it when I have readers go to my blog and they'll read my, you know, blogs from five years ago all the way till today. And it's just so fascinating to hear them and how they respond to my journey. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. And then I just, after a few years, I realized I I could do coaching. I I mean, I'm naturally a teacher and not naturally. I mean, it's just my heart. I love teaching. And uh, I just started I, I went through a few certification programs with some other relationship coaches and I just put myself out there. I literally just did it. Like I just yeah. created a website and said, I'm going to do this, put it up there and just waited for someone to call me. That's amazing. <laughs> and I've been fine tuning this craft because it is a craft relationship coaching. It's a skill. It's a craft. Um, and I've been refining it for the last maybe three years. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it sounds like an awesome journey. And I think it's important when you actually like you made that change with yourself and now you can coach it, you know, yeah. whereas there, there may be some people out there that maybe are trying to do something they haven't actually um, experienced change in their own life. So um, yeah, that's that, a really good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I speak to women and I hear their frustration or I feel their stubbornness, you know? Yeah. Women are so stubborn. They just don't want to make the changes that they need to make. I can understand where it's coming from. So it does allow me to have a lot more patience as I coach them. Yes. Yes. So that actually is a good transition. I think we should go into, um, you know, general qualities. We can get pretty specific, but um, for the ladies, you know, I, I know we talked about briefly in kind of our intro call about how, you know, we're just in such a, a culture now where masculine, masculine energy is just, it's promoted um, in the workplace for, for now, really a lot of men or a lot of women, I should say, um, who it's, it's, it, we're experiencing it real live in person. It's almost like history happening, you know, the women just crushing everything, you know, in, in the workplace and entrepreneurship. Um, so this is all great things. Now it's like they're having this, this balance. So what, what kind of qualities um what, what do women need to work on and what are you i guess teaching on specifically that you know, some of my lady listeners and then we'll relate it back to how men can look for those 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 kinds of women 
Um, but yeah, it can be the qualities, kind of the things, you're, the change you're trying to implement into the ladies or maybe just the mindset. Well, it really is difficult for women right now because they mm -hmm. are being asked to yeah. embody their masculine energy at work, in the workforce, in their careers. Um, but yet at the same time, you know, most women really in their hearts want to love and be loved. And that process of, you know, finding a relationship and having it flow easily for, I would say about 80% of women that identify as feminine women, mm -hmm. they go to work all day in their masculine energy and then come home to their relationship and switch. And that switches. And, and do you, are they even allowed to switch? Because now yeah. work and they come home and they're still answering emails and they're still taking, well, most people are even working from home. So there is no even physical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I really feel, I empathize with women because we're asked to be two things. We're asked to be the goddess in the relationship and free flowing, you know, connected to, you know, love and feelings and emotions and nature, mm -hmm. receptive and open sexually, but then we're asked to be very logical, very driven, very single focused, lead control in the other aspect of our life. So I think right. it's very difficult to do both. So what I do is I really try to tweak out for women, get them to understand the two energy systems so they can make conscious decisions about which one they're using in which area of life. So one of my favorite relationship coaches is Dr. Pat Allen, and she tells women, career women, leave your balls at the office. I love that. That's cool. <laughs> Meaning, you know, you know, it doesn't mean a woman can't pursue of course. career or can't be a CEO or have her own business or, you know, whatever it is she wants to do. I mean, we've come to this time in history where it's amazing that yeah. this. The problem is in loving romantic relationships, there has to be opposite energies complementing each other in order for there to be sexual passion and flow. So you have to honor that in your loving relationship and know that I can't operate how I do in life, how I do in my loving romantic relationship if I want passion and intimacy right. and Flow. I call it flow because when a masculine man and a masculine woman come together, they're competing for power and control and they're butting heads like rams. Mm -hmm. Definitely not flow. And now right. you can see the relationships, your friends and families, you can see the masculine women and the masculine men and how they compete for ideas, for leadership. Um, then if you have a feminine man and a feminine woman, you have this very um, kind of relationship where nobody's really taking charge. Nobody's really leading. Nobody really, um, it's just kind of, they're each wants their feelings cherished. So they're starting to get upset because this person wants to be cherished and adored, but yet this, you know, the man and the woman both want the same things. Right. Um, but if you get a masculine man and a feminine woman and you, both play those energies and do the dance, you can have a really nice flow. And the, what I always tell people, if you're 
in your relationship or in your marriage, if you're not having good sex, you're just roommates. So what is the point? What are we doing? Like, you have to ask yourself, what is the purpose of a loving relationship? Like, I can have a roommate. I can have yeah. somebody I just do life with. But what about the passion and the romance? Like, isn't exactly. that a point, too? <laughs> exactly. And I think that's one where, like, some people would think that's, like, a controversial thing to say. Is like, you know, and but, like, you know what I'm saying? But, it, but to us, I mean, because I agree with you, like, I, I, I think that's more someone coming out of insecurity because maybe they're in a current relationship where they've lost that polarity or they've never had it or they've just accepted, like, we're two years in a relationship, we live together and we're just so good to each other. And I'm sure it is great, but at the end of the day, like, you know, that passion, like you said, that fiery passion of love and, and, and polarity, that's what's needed. Cause that's what we're talking about here. I don't know if we mentioned the keyword like polarity and this opposite energies for people who are listening that, you know, to just understand that when you have two opposites and they come together, there, there can be a lot of sparks that fly. And that's what we're talking about. That may, maybe makes sense more to, the, to our, my listeners, yeah. these, these yeah. younger men who maybe they found themselves in these relationships. I know I did um, to give you a little bit of brief, like my dating experience was, was very like women, women came to me and they found me as a masculine man at the beginning. And mm -hmm. like, I have everything worked out. I, I'm, I'm working out. I'm focused on my career and I'm, I'm on that. And then when she starts to work her, her magic and I would become weak and like, I'd fall in love too fast, like head over heels. Like I lose, I'd slowly start to lose my direction, my purpose. Mm -hmm. And I'm leaving her like, what is going on? Like it, it's, it's usually like for guys, I notice it's like they get three months in and they were just this well-oiled machine by themselves. They weren't in a relationship. And they meet a woman who kind of knocks them off their, their not because not she's trying to, she's just she's using her natural, beautiful feminine qualities to make you fall in love with her um, and hopefully move forward. Um, but many guys, they, they get that three month period and they think they're supposed to just like stop everything and, and just be there for her, you know, kind of quit yeah. doing the things that she actually liked about you. Your, your stubbornness, like you like things because you like them and not because she, you know, like you, those things, um, the working out, like, are you still doing that? Are you still, that's kind of like a general one. Oh, you stopped working out. No, no, out. no. I, I love it's this. true. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I mean, as a feminine woman, like I want my man to be firm and solid mm -hmm. yeah. in his own life. I don't, I don't want him to start exactly towards my, like a real feminine woman doesn't even want her man to start um doing hobbies with her do you know her hobbies like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i don't want yeah. my man to like gardening with me it's okay <laughs> yeah. it's okay if he doesn't want to garden <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um it's just that that like men to me you know like a masculine man is like a sturdy oak tree he knows who he is he knows what he wants and he's firm you know yeah in love he you know he bends and softens for you to love you but not, like you said his purpose not his daily activities not his how he how he mm -hmm. is in the world he doesn't bend that for a feminine that's kind of feminine to do that it's very feminine and that's i think that's where most guys fail is they bend because you know i think it's a lot and do part if, if you didn't have 
maybe a, a good family structure you came from. Yeah. Um, you know, your parents were whatever, you know, whatever that was, right. it can definitely, I mean, we both know it can have a big impact on how you go out into the world and how you yeah. see relationships. Um, and I know partially it was that for me, but I think it was just like a learning curve. Like you just, if you haven't had, you're going to have relationships and you're, you're going to mess up probably a few of them regardless. I don't care how perfect your household yeah. was. It's pretty, Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just life's too complicated to like come out and figure that out. But um, no, I think that's, that's, we've, we've hit some really important things and, and to kind of recap this. So if we're talking about, you know, we're talking about women and these qualities. So what's related to men and how they can, you know, obviously neither of us are really experts at this. I mean, I, I try to help men and steer them towards this, but at the end of the day, they're going to date whoever they are attracted to. Um, how can a man, if we're both working together here, how can a man, you know, point out these qualities, know he's dating a woman that's balanced in her energies, you know, maybe some signals that you can point out. Well, you're always going to be attracted to your energetic reciprocal. Mm -hmm. So he, if he wants a feminine woman, he, it's nice because he has to just do his inner work to start to develop his masculine qualities. And not only will feminine women be attracted to him, he'll be attracted to feminine women. So the right. first thing a man should do is, is look at his past relationships, maybe look at the women that are in his dating pool and, and see, are these really masculine, energetic women who are... I would, let me give some descriptions, like controlling, um, a bit forward, you know, very much want to take the lead, very much in their head, very much, uh, just, you know, not very in tune with their body. They're just very much my way, the highway, or a sentence that might just embody all of this is they want to be respected. Are these women right. that ultimately you need to respect me and my ideas and what I want. Right. Um, where a fem feminine woman is more, she's more float. She flows easier. She, she's more connected to her body. She is more receptive. She doesn't need to take control because she has control of herself. Again, some people think, oh, you talk about feminine women like it's some woman from the 1950s, you know, that <laughs> whatever right. a man says. And it's mm -hmm. not like that. A feminine woman is, if anything, stronger than any type of woman because she has to be right. so grounded in herself that she can surrender and trust the masculine. And that takes Very true. a deep understanding and groundedness in yourself. Um, so a feminine woman, her main kind of sentence is, I want my feelings cherished. And a masculine, if she's a masculine driven woman, I want to be respected. So a man just right. the women he's attracting. And then if he's attracting masculine women, he might be embodying more feminine qualities than he thinks. Yeah, no, that's, I think you've said a lot of like really important things for for guys and what they're paying attention to. Cause you know, it, it is important to understand when you're a guy, when you're dating, like I always tell guys write down like one to 10 qualities that like are, you must have in a woman, you know, and, and keep them in mind. Yeah. Cause then eventually you'll start to like, you don't even have to look at that list anymore. You'll just, they'll just come into your life and it, it should just be natural. Uh, but to pay attention. Cause guys were just, if you, if you've never had options before, 
you'll just see a beautiful woman, you know, and you won't, you won't be able to understand whether she's good for you or not. And you won't have a high value of standard. And now you're just with this chick that's bossing you around <laughs> for a yeah, year no. or so. <laughs> and you're just getting wrecked. And like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I've seen it. Um, and one lesson I learned from my masculine man, which was, is really good because before I used to be, you know, a little bit pushy, like, you know, because I do, you, some people would consider me to be attractive. So unfortunately, attractive. You're beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but attractive women somehow feel like they have passes to behave right. the way they want to in relationships because I'm beautiful, you know, and you're not going to leave me because I'm beautiful. And that's not right. true. So what I really respected about my current husband when we were dating is I would act out. This is when I was still trying to do the work and change. Um, and I would act out emotionally. Either I'd throw a tantrum because I wasn't getting my way or I was over emotional and, you know, doing this up until 4 a.m. talks, talking in a circle. Oh, yeah, yep. <laughs> and what he did is he, he started to really put down some boundaries. Do you know, like... yeah going to put up with I'm not going to entertain your craziness do you know okay, wow. how beautiful you are um and it really forced me like I felt like a little kid who had just been like put in the corner but it was good for me totally <laughs> like I was like he's not going to put up with me acting like this I'm not getting and away with this <laughs> I'm not getting away with this like I can't stomp around the kitchen and not and, yeah. and he wants me to actually sit on the couch and tell him what's wrong yeah. So it forced me his boundary of like, I am a man and I deserve a certain amount of respect and you need to start not respect as in like in a mean way. It's just totally you need to start um, communicating and handling yourself in a mature and and semi level headed way because we're women. We're never really level headed. <laughs> But in a way that at least there can be some kind of resolution to things. 100%. And so he, he helped me kind of check myself because he wouldn't, basically he wouldn't put up with it. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing I, I coach a lot of guys and what, that's like some of the first things I understood is like what you put up with is what you're going to get, you know? And that's like, yeah. It's a demanding of respect and, you know, you can, hopefully you choose a woman that is initially in a good place. So you don't have to have that in a relationship like you down the road and you're like, Oh, like I didn't set these boundaries soon enough. And now we're in a real hot water. Um, but yeah, these are all things like I preach is like, you just, at some point you brought up a thing is about how, you know, beautiful women can get away with a lot or whatever. And they, that's, society and i think a big part is men need to be accountable for that is like i mean how many people wouldn't take the extra inch if they had those attractive qualities like i can't really blame someone if someone's weak and i can get by with with just beautiful looks like i can't necessarily blame you i wish i wish you could maybe use a different skill to to get ahead or whatever it is you know whatever we're talking about here but as a man if you are accountable for not putting up with her shit like if she's yeah. not treating you right or treating anyone right in your life in your world you need to be the man that helps her because it's gonna be better for her in the long run because she's gonna learn more useful skills later in her life you know and i think we see that in our youth right now with instagram and tiktok and 
right? It's 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 a crazy world out there, but um, I'm I'm well, so glad it, we brought that up. It taught me how to open myself to intimacy because all those behaviors were all defenses against truly being intimate. You know, not telling them what's wrong with me, not sharing how I feel. Um, that that thing that women do where we fight and we really have no end in, you know, like no goal, like there's no goal. Like when you, when for a man, when there's a conflict, there should be a communication resolution and the end of the conflict. When mm-hmm. have a problem, it's just this weird big mishmash of emotions and we just kind of get lost in the tsunami of it. And we don't even know if it's ever going to end, you know, we'll bring it back up in a month and fight again the same exact way. Yeah. So for me, what it did is it really taught me to look at myself and think, what, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, do I want intimacy or do I just want a weird set of relational tools that keep us further apart? Yeah. And that's, all these are super important. I think both of what we're doing is, is extremely important, which we'll, we'll finish the episode with that. So we got a little bit of time, but in, in just in relationship to the world as it stands with both of these things. But since we've kind of talked about polarity and we mentioned earlier about, um, you know, we're, we're in quarantine and we're living with our significant others, whether you're married, you have a girlfriend. Um, in my case, I moved in with my girlfriend during the pandemic and I'm very much in the heart of any content that's about how to keep your relationship like going during pandemic. So any advice you have for, obviously we can start with women and then finish with men on how to, I think specifically what will be important is, well, boundaries are important, but polarity, since I know that's yeah. going to be hugely important. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on how everyone can improve on that. I mean, I'm so well versed in it. I always have to remember that people listening to this are, you know, very new to it perhaps. So I would, if you're a woman listening to this and some of it is resonating with you, there's something that feels right about it. I would do more research into feminine energy. It's such a hot topic on the internet. You'll find tons of information. (laughs) I mean, obviously you can go to my website, but there's other, you know, a lot of people writing about it. And really um, explore, you know, when you read this feminine energy material, does that feel right to you? And if it does, start to do the work to start dig to deeper. dig deeper, you know, do your own kind of embodiment work and then watch your relationship change. That's the fun part for women is they keep getting a certain result from men that they're unhappy with. Well, women that, you know, want help. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when you start to change how you are, you change the reaction and the behaviors of the people in your life, how they act towards you. And that's so fun and such an interesting thing to see. I, I can only imagine since I'm not a woman going through that change, but as a man going through my change, the impact in my life, I always tell guys like, and other people that are willing to listen that it's almost like the matrix in front of you. Like you're, you're kind of seeing the flow of energy happening and you're able to respond in a responsive way that is going to lead to success in in your relationship and your dating. Like you can understand women and you can understand like the energy that whether it's a man or woman that they're playing out of. It's beautiful, you know, 
Um, so yeah, I, I love that. Um, and I wanted to, I was, something you said was, was very, and it's like, I'm like slipping on it. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So we have a lot of ladies my age are, they're crushing it like at work. I, I've worked with them alongside them. They're like, my, I think it's like my generation and also beyond that too. And, and of course the incoming ladies, like they're crushing it at work. And I know you mentioned like, do your research to see if it feels right to you and things like that. And I almost know because I've had close friends. I mean, I was in a sales career and we both know that's a very masculine like yeah. job. I mean, most jobs are going to be innately masculine in some sense. A lot of jobs are. Um, and they're crushing it at work. And, and I've heard them. I talk to them because we're friends and they talk about their dating lives. And, you know, I won't talk about anything specifically, but it's just interesting because I would imagine and you would be able to tell me that they're probably taking their, their phone skills, negotiating their skill with- skill set, yes. Mm -hmm. I was just gonna say that. You're, yeah. They're taking the same skill set to their dating life and it's not working and they're confused. because It works in one area of life. Why isn't it working with the other? You know, and for a woman, I like this guy. I want him, I want to date him. You know, why, why is this a energy of pursuing him not getting me the results I want? And it doesn't mean a woman can't show a man that she's interested obviously of course yeah you know a woman has to send signals or else he's not going to take the risk right yeah <laughs> but a lot of women are going way above and beyond and they're becoming the pursuers they're doing the work mm -hmm. and they're not understanding why men you know men initially will like it right i have this woman asking me when we're going to go out i have this woman you know wanting to have sex like initially it feels good but if you're right. talking about a long-term romantic relationship it's not going to feel good to a masculine man because she's literally stole his role yeah and that's it's it's funny because i want to just communicate this overly communicate it to the ladies that do listen to my content because there are some out there that I know just based off some reactions, it's not crazy, but some reactions I've, to I've told you that are just a little more negative and, and they think this is like, you said like the 1950s, like old school thing. I'm like, no, we're, it's, it's changed. It definitely has changed. You can be a boss. You can own a company. You can do whatever you want. I'm just saying that there may be a better solution out there for all of us, including men, to be just more open and understanding about how we're behaving outside of that, that place. And I would maybe go as far as to say, and I think you would agree with me that you might want to be more feminine in your relationships and have a more masculine man and have the optimum polarity. That's, I hope that's like, I'm putting it in a way that makes sense, but. It's, well, and this might um, help some women feel better if they're finding this content a little mm -hmm. <laughs> offensive, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is that if you are a woman that feels better in her masculine energy like you yeah. really feel like i want to be the leader sure. i want to be the one in control i want my thoughts respected i want to take charge if that is who you are at your core yeah you find a man that's more feminine and you exactly. got to dance that way There's, so that's the dance nobody everybody thinks that like we're advocating there can only be one way yeah man yeah. masculine woman feminine absolutely not because these principles also you know translate into uh gay couples you know it's an energy system it's, exactly you have to figure out what is for you so any woman listening that is like i'm 
not doing this. I don't want to be, you know, in the flow. I don't want to be primarily <laughs> feelings. I don't want to, you know, tend to let him take a little bit more of the lead. Then don't right. do it because that's your internal intuitive nature saying, I'm not a feminine woman at heart. Right. Yeah, I, I love that you brought that up. It, it, it's just, it just, it's just polarity. And you need to understand which side you feel most comfortable in. Um, you know, it's interesting. I don't know, like, if I'm coaching men, as, as this relates to men, like, I always tell them, like, and you would probably tell your women, you're, you're probably more innately feminine coming out into the world, right? I guess as we exist, like, okay. your masculine nature is within you. It's just, it's there for guys. And I've always tried to preach it, like, awaken your masculinity, like, which can also, some people might think is toxic, but I'm not trying to impose that. I'm just like, that's how I feel, though. That phrase right there, awaken your masculinity, like, I'm trying to, like, every man, like, we want to be, like, a James Bond, you know, we want to be smooth with women, we want to be able to have this, like, effortless feeling, you know, with our career and with women, like, we want it to be, we want to be strong, you know, at least, I, I think a lot of guys would admit this, if I asked them, yeah. honestly. No, I love you, it, I love it. You know inside, I mean? like, the, inside the mind of a man, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> like, if you, if you could choose, right, like, would you like to be that dude that's driving, that sweet car with a beautiful lady right there, the things down, mm -hmm. and you're just telling her like, we're gonna go here, we're gonna go to this next bar, and you just you just sit tight and we're like, who? What guy doesn't imagine himself doing that? You right. Know? And so um, then, by, that's a masculine man. You you know your yeah. nature, and I think the problem when you say awakening masculinity, where people get sure. afraid, is they're thinking of the wounded masculine. Right. More of toxic men. Yeah, in, like somebody who's insecure, therefore they have they have this weird person mm -hmm. of having to control and and you know belittle people. Like that's not exactly what yeah about at all. Yeah, and I think like yeah, that's an interesting topic. Like if we're pointing them out and how to know like what's different, right? Like how do we know we have a masculine guy who's just he's vulnerable? I think but maybe vulnerability is the one. He's just maybe a toxic man he can't be vulnerable for a second. He can't, maybe he can't admit to his own failures, which I, I think is a really important thing with, well, relationships, of course, but like anything in life is just admitting when you're wrong. Like that would probably be like a really, that's probably one of the biggest, at least to me, for a man yeah. who's toxic is when he can't yeah. like admit that he's, he, can, or he can't be made fun of or teased by anyone. You yeah. know, that type of guy. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah. can't admit that's when true. he's wrong. That's like this, toxic thing he can't be you know he has to just be this big strong guy who can't have this vulnerable side um, no I agree I agree and I think you know we you've um, studied the work of David Data and anybody yep. that's going to get into this is going to eventually find their way to him and you know yeah, he true. talks about you know a masculine man really at at a high level is presence is deep consciousness is is kind of just connected to his own soul and what he then can give to the feminine is he can gift her with his penetration of consciousness you know so you know the mask the the image we have of this controlling angry yeah masculine man is not what we're talking about we're talking about a man that is super super connected to himself, to the world, and to his woman. Yes, and this is, 
why I practice meditation. There's just something so like powerful about it. I don't, I don't know if it's because men need it more. I would love to actually love to hear your opinion on why meditation, whether it's something, I mean, I'm sure women, women and men can both benefit from it, but um, I'd like to hear you talk about like presence when it comes to, to men and, and that kind of thing. Just curious your perspective. I mean, so meditation is always very important because it basically quiets the mind. You know, we have, you know, what some people call the ego mind, you know, uh, I call it sometimes the monkey mind. Um, just it's, it's the voice in your head that won't shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have what I call the higher mind, the mind that's connected to, uh, you can say God, that's connected to the universe, that's connected to the divine source of whatever that means for you, or just even your own higher self. And that mind is uh, much more calm, much more present and loving. So I think meditation for men and women is important because it quiets your lower mind, which allows you to tap into almost like the universe. It yeah. allows you to tap into our, the source where we came from, which is a very <laughs> deep consciousness that... Um, it's just really, I mean, at the end of the day, has a deep sense of love and connection. Yeah. And don't, don't turn off the podcast, people who think we're getting voodoo, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So that, that's that. No, that's that. no, no I, was, I was making a oh, joke. Oh, let's talk about, about sex. No, I was just, <laughs> keep the men, the men on here. Like, yeah, okay. About the yeah. Universe, you know? <laughs> no, I mean, I could talk all day about spirituality. Like, I, I feel like I've gained closer towards spirituality like the last eight months to a year I've just like I don't know you, it's something you can't really explain you just sort of got like more peace in your life whatever it may be um mm -hmm. but I push meditation on guys too because yeah we're leaning towards sex and women like if you are more present you'll be able to see a woman's signals you'll be able to see when you're on a date with her how is she responding to your conversation with her maybe the questions you ask her like you'll be able to see the world play out and like how she's responding to you. Cause if you don't have that connection, you're going to fail on dates. You're going to miss yeah. all these signals. She's like, you know, you're going to end up on dates where she's just like, I don't want to talk to you again type of dates. Like, you know, and yeah. I think that's one area I've, I've always been pretty prideful of is like, I can just like, I can understand the signals and, and ebb and flow and just go throughout a dating experience without like as much friction. So um, no, I'm glad you brought up the meditation and universe concept. Yeah. Um, and presence is super sexy. Like, it's so sexy. It is. It really is. Like, I can't, you know, I talk to a lot of women and they share how dates go and they can feel a man that's not present and he's jittery and he's on his phone and he's not really listening ugh. to what she said. And, and she just leaves there feeling like, I Ew. hate to do, but I didn't feel seen. I didn't, you know, like there was something, there was no connection. Yep. So for men, that that presence is for a woman is very sexy because she feels seen. And remember, the feminine is light. At, at our core, we are light. And we move out in the world and we want to be seen. Not seen like I'm posting a picture on Instagram. Seen as in you're the man in front of me, a potential, you know, love interest, or you are my boyfriend or you're my husband. Mm -hmm. And I want you to see my light. That's amazing. I love that. Um, I think 
Yeah, it's, it's just so it's super important, you know, guys that fail. They, so I actually would love to hear, because this is very relative to what I teach guys that on dates in the beginning stages, you know, um, I, I teach them to leave a lot of the talking on, on her end. Like you ask her very meaningful, important questions, get her to open up to you, you know, opening up of, of her to you. And we probably know a lot of guys who are self-centered and not present. They come into the date trying to like sell a girl on their, uh, well, yuck. you know, I'm, I'm an engineer, you know, I'm making six figures, you know, you come back to my apartment. It's really sweet. Like, like, whereas like, she just, she, like a woman, like, I feel like when I've had success is like, I've really just like asked them questions. Maybe they like, they have this light that goes off that like, I haven't been asked that before. Like, that's a yeah. really, like, you know, those type of moments on a date with especially a single woman who maybe she hasn't had a strong man, male presence in her life you know, and you ask her questions like that. It's just, it's beautiful. So maybe some advice you have for, from a, a woman's perspective on like how to, I mean, we've talked about presence, but um, how they can maybe smooth those skills out. Oh, absolutely what you said. You know, obviously as a man, you want to show off a little, right? You're, you know, of course. You give her enough. Hard give her enough. work yeah. for nothing. <laughs> you need to, sh to show exactly. off who you have or who you exactly. are. Exactly. Um, but definitely, um, give her the gift of letting her sh kind of share herself and yeah that'll mm -hmm. take you so far it'll i mean it, it it and really um you know cherish this is probably once you're dating a little bit more but cherishing her feelings oh. is, is very important so you know if you if you if she keeps you know, being, if she keeps moving because she's cold. I had a, a girl, a woman I was coaching and she said they were sitting outside having coffee at a coffee shop and she was freezing and she just, she kept moving. She kept, you know, she commented on how cold she was and he didn't even budge. Like he oh. didn't acknowledge it. He didn't say, I mean, maybe he didn't have his own job. Do you want it? You know, maybe we should go somewhere else. Maybe we should end the night early and have another date next week. You know, like she was clearly uncomfortable and he didn't even acknowledge it. So in that way, really see what is she feeling? You know, is she, oh, if you show a woman that you care about what she's feeling, she, it, to her, it just opens her up. It lights her up and opens her up. That's, that's awesome. That's a really good example of just a moment of presence. And I bet you what was happening with that guy in the moment is he's stuck in his head, probably thinking about, is this date going well? Like, <laughs> go to the next, go to the next bar. Like, what am I going to drink next? Should I order her next drink? Like, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And meanwhile, just, she's shivering in front of him and he's not even picking up on it. He's totally probably off in his own universe, which it sucks, you know, and for guys, it's going to take practice to get to a point where it feels comfortable and yeah, well, obviously we're in quarantine right now. So social skills are like, yeah. oof, uh, getting back in the dating scene is probably very difficult. I mean, if you don't have beautiful women, like for me, I used to be very, I tell guys to practice talking to women. And I always tell them like any type of woman, like don't, you don't judge. You just, oh. you just, you're talking to women, you know, like if it's a cashier at Walmart, like talk her up, like, how's she doing? How's your day? Like, I love your nails. What, like, you know, because that, that's going to be good practice for you. Because when you do see a beautiful woman that and then you got this sort of like, uh oh, she's so beautiful. Yeah. You'll at least and, maybe you, go ahead. Oh, and practice your masculine skills. Hold the door open for them. Exactly. Go in front of you and line up the checkout store. 
lift. My favorite thing to do is when I go to like Costco or something, I hate lifting heavy things. I know that sounds so cliche, but when <laughs> do it, right? I love it. It's, it's because my husband's trained me this way. I can't, he won't let me lift. Amazing. He says, keep it in the car. I'll take it out. That's when awesome. I um, but again, it's the dance. I'm not a helpless woman. I could do, I could lift any, I could do everything on my own, but I don't have to anymore. Like that's the key, you know, like I can, but I don't want to, and I don't have to. So yeah. when I go to Costco and stuff, I'll just kind of seek out whoever's standing next to me, a man and be like, can you lift those waters in my cart? You should see them light up. It was a <laughs> woman has ever asked a man to do something for them that's amazing that's amazing <laughs> I, i'm very curious what the reactions you got like i could see some guys being like of course like i got the for you and then oh, maybe they, some guys... they fall over themselves to do it <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome but, so it is you know practice those masculine skills out in the world you know yeah really important um so i know i wanted to finish with sort of lighthearted conversation surrounding, you know, what, where marriage is at in, in the world and how we see, it's, it's a heavy conversation. So that's why I say lighthearted conversation because I actually more worried about this than most people being, you could say I'm pretty young being 27 for someone to be trying to do what I'm doing, you know, it's just cause it's like, it takes a lot of life experience, things like that, which is why I, I help guys with more specific things. But um, I'm curious to just have an open conversation regarding Yes, marriage, um, I, and I'll give you a little perspective of where I'm coming from here. I see a little bit of this like almost like crises in the world right now. I think you see it too with feminine masculine energies and um, I'm not saying we can necessarily come up with a solution, <laughs> but okay. I think it doesn't help because I was actually gonna say this earlier, it doesn't help that Trump is this, he's kind of like the toxic guy we talk about and you know, right. <laughs> that's what yeah. is. That probably is part of this, this thing, you know? Um, and that's politics aside, just Trump is who he is. But what can we do, you know, to as individuals, and if you were to even recommend as a, like a society, like, I, what, what can we do to improve on our just understanding of masculine and feminine energy and like, relationships, oh marriage? I mean, well, and, I mean, know. I have a daughter who's very young. And so I get the yeah. I get insight into culture right now. Yeah, you definitely do. She's 13. And okay, yeah, she's right, she's right in there. Yeah, she calls me a pilgrim. She says, all <laughs> are, you're a pilgrim. I'm like, all right, girl, but when you get a boyfriend and you're dating, and you want to yeah. be treated how I'm treated, we'll talk about this. Yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk when that happens. That's but, so I mean, there's really this, the young culture is, is towards equality between the sexes. Mm -hmm good right. i mean obviously we want that in the workplace we want that in politics you know we we want women to be able to be in the world and be a force um right loving romantic relationships equality is death yeah but, and I, I think it's keep going uh, so i i almost feel like there's gonna have to be like we're gonna have to go all the way the wrong way before oh, we come back, do a slingshot and come back. So people, gonna... you and me are going to have to stay steady here, knowing yep. our craft, knowing our work, knowing, actually knowing the laws of nature. These are, you know what I mean? This is, these are universal laws, you know, 
opposite yeah. fact. It's in electricity. It's in gravity. I was listening to some NASA talk and they were talking about what holds the universe together. And it was like, I don't know anything about science, but it was like electrons and protons and one's a positive charge and one's a negative charge. And it actually is what keeps matter together. And I was like, there it is. It's even, you know what I mean? <laughs> they pointed the it out right there. Opposite energies that keep this ba balance of the universe together. So I actually think that we have to fail completely in the romantic relationship culture to, to start again. Wow, that's, that's powerful. And I, I think I would tend to agree with you that, because I mean, that's how I learned. And that sounds like how you learn is you failed, you fall on your face. And then you some for a lot of people, I just I just don't know if there's really any other way to make significant change in your life without really just falling flat on your face. You know, it's really tough to, you can make small changes and things you're like, oh, I'm just working at it. It's like this one thing, this skill, like a sales skill, but it's not like without it, you're dying, you know, <laughs> or emotionally yeah. in distress. So, yeah, I think. And suffering, intense suffering is the greatest catalyst for change. It really is. Failure and suffering um, and I think, and just like another kind of opinion on it, I, I just think there's a lot of confusion too. I mean, obviously there's confusion, right? Like, I can't imagine being like Gen Z or like, you know, and coming into this world with the set of things going on, you know, <laughs> like, and then understanding like, where is my place in all of this with a, with a, a, a brain that's nowhere near fully finished developing yet. Yes. You know, understand, like you're seeing, obviously there's all these different changing in gender roles and people, and obviously we have transgender now and it's, it's like, this is very recent stuff. This isn't like we've yeah. been doing this for hundreds of years and we have things to look back on. So I hope you're right. I, I mean, I hope you're right in the sense that we do pick it up and maybe we don't have to fail that hard. Maybe we can just fail a little bit <laughs> and we figure it out. And I tell people too, couples that are successful and see what can you see about their energies how they work together um, but successful you know they're really successful because a lot of people have the the surface successful mm -hmm. on instagram <laughs> they were like they were flexing they were in cabo yeah no. <laughs> meanwhile, like a, meanwhile she's dming a bunch of guys or something <laughs> right 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 they haven't had sex in six months no yeah um <laughs> that's hysterical well, I, I think we've we've hit like everything. I mean, I could kill on and on about this. I know. <laughs> Me too. That's why it's funny. Like we were just like that last part too, just with, with dating. And um, no, there, there's so many things. That was like kind of all I brought to the table today. Was there any topics that you were like, Kevin, I want to I cover this. Oh, gosh. I, um, I got some time here. Um, just really. No, I mean, I, I just again, just embody the energy system that feels natural to you and then, yeah. and then look for your, your opposite, you know? So if yeah. you're a man, then really try to, you know, seek out women that are more feminine. And again, feminine doesn't mean just you do your hair and your nails and your makeup. That's not, you can be a feminine woman and not wear heels and not wear makeup. It's really, um, more of a 
a feeling tone of being open, receptive, uh, following, you know, following meaning, you know, like uh, being more letting someone else take leadership and feeling comfortable with that. Right. Like, do you want to take the lead or do you want someone else to take the lead? You know, yes. figure, figure that out. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good, um, that's good to leave with. I think something simple that guys and women can do, you know, just have a, have a direction in your dating life of what you want out of a dating experience. Don't yeah. just date to date, purpose? have intention. Yes. I think, yes. Yeah, I think we'll leave with that. And if and good sex, good sex. I can't focus enough, people. Like, let you know, your sex life should not die at thirty because you guys are comfortable. If you're not in good sex, meaning not like all the time. It doesn't have to be all the time. We have stressful lives. But if when you, it's not. There's not sparks and passion. Look to these energy systems, and I'll bet you something's going on. I love that. I love that. And one last thing, give a quick shout out to where people can find you, um, your work, your social media. Uh, So my website where my blog is, is artoflovingaman.com. And my Instagram is at artoflovingaman. Beautiful. You guys can find her there. (laughs) Milena, it was great having you on. Stick around. I'll I'll, I'll end the recording and then we'll do all that. So thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. (laughs) 